What up, man? Sit down. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, man, I'm digging that cowboy hat, right? What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Hey, what up, Ray? Fritz, what's what's cracking, Ray Ray? Oh, same old, same old. Little this, little that. Oh, here we go. Man, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, man is back. Oh, snap. Mana made it. He's and he's tearing face. up shit on the way in the door, boy. Oh. Two weeks in a row. Wow. <laughs> you record. okay? You feeling all right, dude? New record. Uh, he is about it. Put he- a needle on a record. Wreck it, wreck it. <laughs> he is a bull in a china shop. Oh, I, I went on strike. Boy. I went on strike for two weeks. One day he's knocking yeah. the TV over the Cross. Jobo donated. Yeah. The next day he's kicking over the cameras. And... <laughs> Today he's throwing my life. Crossing I'm the line. I'm Kramer. Yeah. I, I just, just call me Kramer. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Ray. Yes. I got to ask you a question. Uh oh. Here we yes. go. Do you feel bad about it, Ray? I never feel bad about it. I mean, you keep on sending these damn videos of you and these poor defenseless deer that you go over and act like you're humanitarian in it by feeding them. You're nurturing them and, uh, and you're raising them. Yeah. And all you're doing is fatten them up, dude. Don't you have a conscience, bro? <laughs> I mean, I don't care how much manure you smear on them boots. I mean, that's the other thing, too. With them shorts. Don't you ever do that shit to me again. Don't you ever, <laughs> ever do That's a visual that I, I don't know. I mean, I want to wash my brain and my eyes. You tried telling me that. You ain't never seen a picture of you in the boots and the shorts. I've seen them red hairs and them white legs look like red hot mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's that, that's that Chipotle mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. Chipotle. Oh. <laughs> aioli, baby. Nancy. The red oh, hot aioli, baby. Nancy. Oh, don't bring up Chipotle, man. I'll go out and buy it right oh, now. Yeah, so Mike, calm that. down, Mike, dude. So we don't Mike's need you going steak, on with your hiatuses. You hear Mike's stomach double growling. Steak. Oh, yeah, double steak. Double steak. He walks into Chipotle and it's like Chip, uh, what's his name? Walk, walking into the. No, Chipotle. No. no. No, Norm, Normie walking walk into the, the show. Tears. Chip Polte. Mike walks in like, Mayna! Mayna's here. Mayna here. <laughs> what was it? You said just the other day you were walking in and everybody's going, Mayna here. Mayna here. Yeah, I was men's group, man. That was funny. And actually, to bring up old damn it, Josh, uh, we've been going to the Smoothie King, right? Right next to the gym. And every day they know Josh's order. Every day we're there, like they go uh, metabolism boost, uh, strawberry, no banana. Uh, I mean, too much, too damn predictable, boy. And he, he just, and I'm like, man, they just know, like, I switch my order up every now and then, but they're like, they know exactly, they go, so you're having this? And I'm like, wow. Creature That's, habit. Yeah, creature habit. Yeah. It's well, not too bad. It's all right. You know, I, I, I actually kind of thought about possibly, maybe going to the gym. That's bullshit. Wait, yeah, Fritzy, put it out there. He's going back. I roll. I thought about it. I I was making some excuses. He thought about it. That's about as close (laughs) as he got. You know. Well, I was at work. Thought that counts in some books. You know. (laughs) I gotta get my fat ass back to the gym. I can tell you that. Look, I got I got a story, man. Oh, do you? Damn it! Nobody wants to hear it. Listen. So here we go. I was at work. You're gonna like this story. I was at work the other day. We're on this roof. We're doing these pull tests on some safety tie offs. I squat down to 
get a little closer to the tab and ripped across right ripped out of the my pants. pants. <laughs> ripped the pants right out. <laughs> there were some perks, though. It was hot as... And it's free. Yes, Free balling. <laughs> yeah, man. The, the only good part about it is I... I had, uh, Fritz wasn't going... I mean, that uh, Ray wasn't going commando? No. Thank God I wasn't going <laughs> that, commando that, that the Lord day. for that. Thank you. Ooh, but I did have some air conditioning after that. Oh, yeah. So the rest ah. of the day wasn't that bad. <laughs> Hole in one, so to speak. Yeah, the other guys were actually getting jealous. They're like, damn. Maybe I should do that. <laughs> so I kind of, I kind of thought about it for about thirty seconds. But once I got back up and enjoyed the air conditioner, like nah, screw it, I'm good. He's good. <laughs> Amazing what that air conditioner do. Crack a Ray Ray all day. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that was a little bit of redneck. And I, so if you guys out there, if you have seen the video yet or not, uh, posted another video of uh, helping the neighbor out. Oh yeah, feeding him deer and. In my boots and shorts and 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 boots. Dude, I don't know how you can live with yourself. I mean, walking up and petting the deer like you actually care about it. You know what I mean? It's like treating it like a dog. You're getting ready to shoot. Yeah. Well, it's not a dog, man. They're big. They're food. Dude, you only have a baby deer, bro. But you're over there talking like babies anymore. They're not babies anymore. You don't you don't give them names. You give you give that you give a deer three names. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. That's oh, here it. we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> venison. Just call him venison. That's it. You don't, you call, you, you don't call him Bambi or yeah. Zorro. Venison or... omelet. Venison. <laughs> Pizza, sausage. <laughs> I feel Come like a now. bad episode of Forrest Gump here without the, without the shrimp or going venison. <laughs> shrimp called okay. oh, Fried venison. Whole venison. I need to get you, to get you out there, Johnny. You'll see. Uh, no, dude. Hey, I had Sarah out there. That's okay. Yeah, she was enjoying She's it. She's the only one willing to hang out with She you, was man. helping me fatten them up. She's throwing them cookies and oh, stuff. Oh, sure she was. Yeah. Want some of that sausage? Yeah, they come, they come around and Venison. they get real friendly. They do. They get real friendly. Sure hey, we, we could bring your girl, you can bring your daughter and your wife out there. They can feed, some, they can feed a little bit. Yeah, they're, they're not going to aid to the cause. <laughs> they're not going to aid to the cause. Okay? Yeah, you never know. You burnt that bridge. <laughs> Up in smoke. <laughs> You've been exposed. All we got to do is get it, just just give him a little taste of Trying medicine. to walk around puffing his chest like he's doing something for the good of humanity. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm he's feeding like, people. Just want everybody to know I'm out here feeding these starving deer. <laughs> I'm going to release them to the that wild. That are living on somebody's private property that are fenced in. <laughs> now, now, a lot of them do it's get... It's going to cost me 45 cents to shoot. It. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them do get sent out to the wild. They get sent oh, out yeah. to preserves sure and do. stuff like that. Uh-huh, but, yeah, right. but then there's some that do get sent out to market. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that a nice way of saying to get out, sent to get out and get shot? Right? Yeah, pretty much. Sent out to market. Does it make you feel better about it? <laughs> I'm sending this deer out to market, <laughs> <laughs> and this little deer didn't come home. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> that one got uh, that one didn't come back. Yeah, I'm sorry. But yeah, maybe we can get him out there and break down some walls. Well, what's it? He said anything with four legs and hair on it. I mean, what's yeah. that? <laughs> it's going to get eaten. It's going to get eaten, right, it. Redneck? Yeah, I had to clear that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad. glad you did. That was three episodes <laughs> I mean, of Linger. Trying to keep this show PG-13, bro. Yeah, yeah that was pushing it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was one of those You better redneckinize that. <laughs> You're one of your redneckinisms. Oh, my beer watches. I got to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> you got some duct tape and some bailing wire. Speaking of beer, Maynard was two minutes late and didn't bring the beer tonight. Two minutes late? Yeah. Wow. Maynard. My uh, clock's off. No. 
I thought I was warming it early. <laughs> uh, well, hey, since you all this talking about deer is making me think about beer. <laughs> Just change that beers. D to a B. Deer and beer and deer and beer and deer and beer. John's oh. dyslexic. I got a deer. There's no beer. We're talking about the deer. <laughs> Where's my sausage? <laughs> anyway, can we move on to the topic tonight, Ray? Well, I was actually thinking about doing some social media stuff since Maynard didn't bring beer. Maybe he brought a little bit of a little bit of stats and stats. Do you have something for our listeners? Yeah, I might as well. Oh, here we go. Um, what you just <laughs> ladies say? and gentlemen. Statistical. I got my own theme. Ladies Maynard and gentlemen. Stats with Maynard. Oh, crap. They got to be good. Maynard here. Oh, look. <laughs> uh, look at him. Now he's, he's taking his phone oh, wow, out again. That was a hell of an <laughs> intro, no, man. And he's not no. even right. No, I was joking. Uh, <laughs> we do have a new on the draw, baby. We do have a new country. We got Kenya. Kenya. Nice. Love our Why? folks in Kenya. We love Kenya very, very much. We love Kenya. <laughs> Why are we laughing at Kenya? Why are we laughing at Kenya? <laughs> we didn't mean to laugh. Way to go, Someone hit the wrong You just button. got us thrown you out of Kenya. You can't get a good producer <laughs> Kenya, these days, man. We, we can you get, you, Kenya. Can you, can, speaking of Kenya, can you get your shit together over there with a... <laughs> I had a damn Kenya. good intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We do love the folks in Kenya. Thanks for uh, listening. We really appreciate it. What else you got yep. there, Mike? Uh, that's it. That's it. Wow. That's it. No, uh, that's it. <laughs> no more intro for you. Everything's have, good. No, I have to keep, I have to keep that, the traditional That line. big intro for that. No. Wow. And that was one stat with Maynard. <laughs> Tune in next week as we might have one and a half stats. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> next week, All maybe right. two. Uh, if he shows up. You suck. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> no, do you want real stats or you want me to just play around? What you got, man? What you got? <laughs> no, just uh, music good. And everything's really good. And uh, <laughs> I've been, yeah, I'm gonna I've been looking at the graph. The I've been looking at the graph. And it's going up. <laughs> and and uh, our, our listeners are going up. Okay, and, good. Uh, no, <laughs> my blood pressure's going up. Well, except, except for Kenya, we just lost our listeners in Kenya. Uh, oh, oh, good Lord, have mercy. So we better move on to the topic. Now, we, had Ray, on. we had Ray move running on. off the Irish, and now we got you got I, running I, off the Kenyans. Yeah, What's up? I, I can't get it right, man. Yeah, right. We still love go you. To, go on vacation, come back, and it's all yeah, wrong. That's you know? right. It's all good. You know, I might have built some walls while I was on vacation. Wow, I like that segue. I like this segue. The transition is usually Ray. Are you building walls out there, fellas? Yeah. Well, if you are, it's time to tear them down. Time to tear them down. Tearing down walls, gentlemen. Tearing down walls with Ray. <laughs> All right. I tried to have walls Ray, up what do you so get you didn't look for stats, but you yeah. found me. <laughs> yeah, you will quit peeking over the wall. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, we, we do have a tendency to build up walls. We build up walls for many different reasons, but we need to identify that and we need to tear them down. We really do. We really need to pay attention to ourselves and what we're doing and how we're surrounding ourselves and building our own little fortress to keep people out. Let's talk about that relationship wall. Mm. Ooh, yeah, it burned mm. me once, man. Shame Fritz, on you. Fritz, Fritz likes kicking us right in the nuts, right at the yeah. get-go. Oh, yeah. It's nutcracker sweet. You know, it's, it's not a left, you know, it's not a left jab and a right cross. No, it's, it's just no, right. man, I'm coming at you. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. He, he's right, though. I mean, we guys, especially, man, you get burnt, man, and that wall goes up real quick. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. the tendency is, is that trust is a huge thing with men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You violate a man's trust, that wall's going up and it's going You're up. You're done. Quick. You're done. Yep. And and the, the the problem that we have is that we forget that we're all human, we all make mistakes. 
And what happens a majority of the time too is that we get pissed off because we think somebody is violating that trust and it may not have been that intent at all. It could have been something that was misinterpreted. Somebody heard something the wrong way. Somebody's embellishing, you know, those things happen. Um, and then what happens is, is we build up these walls and we never even go back to the person nine times out of 10 to verify that, that it was actually what happened. Right. Or, or try to rectify it. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you talked to somebody and said, oh yeah, I don't like that dude because of this, this and that. Well, did you ever talk to him about it? No, no, I never said nothing. I just don't talk to him anymore. Screw him, man. And then that person's totally oblivious is the fact that you're pissed off at him and don't even know why you're mad. Right. Mm. And then yeah. another problem is you end up letting that guy rent space in your head for free. Oh, yeah. Boy, he, isn't that the truth, He ain't Ray. even paying rent. Now you're talking the he's truth. He's living there. He's squatted on your brain and yeah. he ain't going nowhere. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, it is. Affecting nobody and but you. And that's why we got to watch these walls. Mm -hmm. Because you can drive yourself crazy. Well, walls are, are, are generally built for two reasons. To keep something in and keep something out. Right. And if you're, that simple. And like I just said, if you're building that wall and you're keeping that, that dude in your head, that's not a good, that's not what you want to keep in. You see what I'm getting at? Mm -hmm. So like you said, if you want to keep things in, that's like for protecting mm -hmm. your family and stuff like that. You establish walls. Uh, some people call them boundaries that you, you're not going to let your kids do this. You're not going to let your wife do that. You're not going to, you know, well, I see you're not going to let your wife do that, but you establish those, those parameters, those walls, and it's to protect who's inside the walls. But if you're throwing up walls and keeping stuff in there that shouldn't be in there, you're, you're doing nothing but hurting yourself. Well, you make a great point because at the end of the day, that's really what gets damaged is you. Right. You know, another, another form of that, when we talk about walls, we put them around our heart and we, 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 we build up the walls of unforgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. And then we become a prisoner unto ourselves. Mm -hmm. Well, and you make other people prisoners. You make your family members principal because my ex-wife, you know, ex for a reason, I had her paint my walls. Yeah. Clean them too. Mm. Oh, yeah. And expected her to. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's one thing to have a wall, but then you make people wash it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clean it. Yep. Tend to it. Yep. Mend it. That's it. It's Pacify here. it. It's here because of you. Well, not only that, you subject them to, you know, you make a good point because we make people, you, you've said this in this, this podcast before, Fritz, why do we make other people pay for the sins of the past or other people? And we do that. And what we do is we build up those walls and then we make the people that we're in relationship with now pay the price Yeah, for what happened with somebody else. It's almost kind of like we want to put flesh on our pain. Ooh, I like that. We want to see somebody else hurt, but you want to see it. Yeah. You want to see, that's what it feels like. Yeah, the physical manifestation of pain. Yeah. And suffering. Put that flesh on it. How do you like me now? Yep. Big time. Well, the other thing too that's, that's, that's tough though is when we start building these walls because of our own insecurities, our hurts, our failures, whatever it may be, you know, past experiences, we put a divider between other people that we get introduced to us in new relationships. For instance, how many times do you see men that have had, you know, you mentioned the ex-wife. How many times do we make the new wife pay for the sins of the ex-wife? All the time. Right. You know, I mean, when we start to see any kind of, anything that goes in the, even remotely close to something that that other person did or said, well, boy, that wall goes up real fast. Oh, that baggage travels. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a living testament to that. Yeah. That baggage will travel. And we have a lot of men that are dealing with that. We have a lot of men that throw them walls up because they, they want to protect their hearts because mm -hmm. they've been wounded one way or the other. Yep. 
and it's a defense mechanism. And unfortunately, it's a divider. Mm-hmm. I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought that up because I had a situation where I was dating my high school sweetheart, got engaged, so on and so forth. Things happened, didn't work out, end up with my wife, my, my wife now. You ended up with her, all right? That's probably not the best way to put it. Yeah. Start it out there. Yeah, she you were up. blessed with the opportunity to meet your wife. <laughs> well, well Sarah, Sarah, I got well you said. back. And then she ended up with me. <laughs> yeah. She, she settled, but let's she move on. She had to settle. Poor she had to settle with Ray. But anyways, uh, re- with all that being said, <laughs> it's her lot in life. <laughs> Thank you, Fritz. <laughs> but I had, had, I had walls up too. And I never even realized it. The funny part is, is my wife realized it. And one day during our men's group, they're talking about forgiving people and you have to forgive people, which is basically it, it's in a relationship wall is tearing that wall down. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to forgive them. And I never realized that I never forgave that, that first girl that I was dating and getting, mm. you know, was going to get engaged with. And then finally, after that men's group, it is, you know, it all just came to light. And I came home and I told my wife at the time, Sarah, she was my wife now. And I was like, man, I was like, I just realized I never forgave her. I've been carrying this around. I've had this wall up. My wife looks at me and she goes, it's about damn time you figured it out. <laughs> Don't you hate that when they're right? Yeah, yeah, it, oh, yeah. But she knew the whole time. I'm like, well, why didn't you say anything? She's like, would you have listened? Ooh. And I was like, damn. No. And I wouldn't have. Good right. point. Have. Good point. Have. No. But it, it, it finally came to fruition. But what I realized, I, I kind of, I didn't miss out on the first five years of my marriage, but it was really restricted. You know, it was really in a real small box because I was afraid of getting hurt. I had that wall up. So that, that it does it affects the relationship. I mean it's not like you said, it's it's not like it you were absent throughout the course of the first five years of your marriage, but right. it does affect the relationship and it does take away from that interaction with your spouse because you're so guarded. Right. And it not only happens with just men and their wives, it happens with with Fritz made a good point. Your friends, you know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of guys out there that don't have friends. They refuse to have friends. And the first thing they tell you, I don't trust other guys. Mm-hmm. Guy, they're either trying to rip you off, trying to get with your wife, trying to, you know, you know, they're trying to see what they can get from you. They talk about all these things that we, we build up these walls with one brick at a time. Right. Mm-hmm. And all they are is excuses anyway. Right. And, and we, we go through life alone. Yeah. You know, it's it's like we 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 have ourselves guarded behind this wall that we've created, and then we wonder why we don't have people in our lives. You go through life in a prison that you built, mm-hmm. yeah, and justify it. Yeah. And the sad thing is, is the door is wide open, but you've made it so comfortable you don't want to leave. Right. Well, I'm thinking about portable walls. Like I, I actually can put up walls when it comes to my work. Like if all of a sudden, because I'm working from home, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, all right. I don't want to deal with what's going on downstairs. I should. I'm the father and I should take care of it. But I was like, nope, I'm working. So that's a wall that I literally put up towards my own kids. And I've noticed that a couple of times. And I've there's literally a gate at the bottom of the stairs to keep Mikey out. From, keep the little man out. <laughs> my guy. From coming, keep my guy out, dude. Keep the little man out <laughs> Go to from coming upstairs. My guy. Because he doesn't understand the whole closed door policy of... Well, there's such thing as healthy boundaries, too. Oh, I know. You I agree there. That 100%. Too, because- that's why that wall is only two feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> my my, my point is, is though, like, for instance, for me, like I'm at the job, I don't have my kids downstairs. Yeah. yeah right. I don't have them down the hall. So to what you're saying, there is some truth to that in the sense that, you know, you're at work. Mm-hmm. And you have, your mind has to be like, 
I'm you got to be able to separate exactly, the two. Exactly. But if you know that there's something you should definitely be aware of or being mm-hmm. dealing with, and then you use that as an excuse because you don't want to deal with it, now yes. that's and that's what that's I've a said. portable wall. And, and that's what I've <laughs> caught. My, that's why I brought up portable wall. I brought that up. Like literally, I was like, I should be down there right now. I have nothing going on at work, no meetings. I should be down there doing it. But I'm like, yeah, I just want to be up here. I just like, I literally put the wall up in my brain of like, I, and, and I feel bad about it. I've apologized to Marnie about it, apologized to other people in the family saying, you know, I, I did find that. And that happened very early when we moved here to Florida was like, that was my, like, that was my go-to. Like I just, I'm working here guys. I need to calm down. And sometimes, like you said, portable walls, but it, it was sometimes really good. And sometimes it was bad because I shouldn't have done it. Right. Well, you make a good point because we do hide behind walls. Walls, right. that's another another valid point that we put we put up walls that we do hide behind. All too often. And so, you know, I mean, and it goes back to the things that we don't want to deal with, right? Mm-hmm. You know, your people people say, Well, I don't wanna I don't wanna put myself out there because I've been hurt. I don't wanna get, I don't wanna do this because it didn't work out well last time. Or I'm not willing to try this because I didn't like what this person said last time. I mean, it's, it's all these different little yep. portable walls that we put up to, to hide behind when they're just excuses. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't want to go talk to her because I talked to this other girl and I got rejected. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's all kinds of reasons for building walls. There's fear. There's, I don't want to deal with it. So that could be laziness. laziness. Pride. There's pride. Exactly. Selfishness. You know. You're selfish. You don't want to deal with it because you're selfish. You're yeah. more worried about you than you are everything and everybody else. I think a lot of it comes in comes with pride too, or ego. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody crushes your ego or hurts your pride, uh, especially for a man. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna. Well, I mean, we know more. that the number one thing to a man is respect. Right. Yep. And we know that because in the Word, God tells a husband tells a husband to love his wife and tells a wife to respect her husband. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, why would God tell the, why not why would God not tell the wife to love your husband? Because a God knows what a man wants. God, God <laughs> wants, and a God, God knows what a man needs. He needs needs to be respected. He needs to feel respected. Well, that's how a woman shows love to a man is through respect. Is through yeah. respect, and that's how a man feels love right. is through respect, big time. Especially whether you. And that's not just with your spouse. It's through your kids. It's through relationships with other men. Yeah. If another man respects you, you feel love from that person. Absolutely. You know, and that's just how men are made. And so when a man feels disrespected, then the walls go up. Yeah. You know, you're not going to disrespect me. That's never going to happen again. I ain't going to give you the opportunity to let that happen again. And unfortunately, in relationships, things happen. Right. Whether it's your spouse, your kids or whatever. And there are times you're going to feel disrespected. Mm-hmm. But if, if as men, if we're just going to throw up walls every time we feel, get our feelers hurt, we're going to have some pretty damaged relationships. That's it. Yeah, disrespect is a powerful emotion. Yeah. And you've really got to work to harness it. Mm. And you thing, really do. The thing about the walls is that it's hard to talk through a wall. Mm. So how are Good you point. ever going to resolve the issue? Because as men, that's what we have to do. We have to get up, stand up, man up. And man up doesn't mean hide and shrink. That means addressing the situation. So if somebody's hurt you, you're not going to be able to talk to them through a wall. You're going well, to have to tear down. Yeah, you, least- gotta, you got one of, one of three choices. You're either going to walk around it, climb over it, 
Are you going to tear it down, one or the other? Right. I mean, that's the only way you're going to get to the other side. And the problem is, is that we get in a place where it's all three of them for a lot of us is just too much work. Yeah. And it's too easy to say, ah, screw it. I don't want to deal with it. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's easier to be alone. And I've actually, I've actually noticed with my oldest child that I've heard her say several times now, oh, it's not worth it. So there's a, there's a situation that arises and she doesn't want to deal with it. So she just says, it's not worth it. So yeah, so she's throwing up walls. So I've started identifying that with her. And then I've told her, I've, I've, I've started telling her, no, it is worth it. It is okay. If they hurt you, it's okay to tell them, hey, you hurt me. This is why it hurt me. Because if you just keep throwing up those walls, like I said earlier, you're just going to build a prison for yourself. Well, we throw up walls of insecurity. You know, I'm not good enough. I'll never measure up. Uh, you know, nobody cares. You know, what difference does it make? You know, we, and we throw these these walls up to create a safe space or a boundary between us and that discomfort. And what ends up happening is we become isolated. Right. Because if you put yourself in the middle of four walls, you're by yourself. There's mm -hmm. nobody else in there with you. You're alone. And you may think, well, nobody can hurt me here. Nobody can, you know, break my ego, step on my pride, hurt my heart. But that's not living. You're not going to, you're not living. You are, you're, I keep going back to it, but man, you're, you're in a prison that you built yourself. And there's, a, like you said, there, the gate's wide open. You can walk right out of it. Well, how many times we've been in men's group for together for a, a long time? How many times have you heard about guys, you know, will say something, well, nobody checked on me or nobody said anything. And then you find out they didn't even tell anybody what the hell was going on. Right. Yep. You, yeah. know, you, you want, Pete, you get your feelings hurt because nobody's calling to check on you, but you're not telling anybody what, what's going on with you. Right. So now you've built this wall of, you know, nobody cares about me. Nobody, nobody wants to check on me, whatever. And the reality of it is, is, they didn't even know that you were going through something because you never even shared it. You're right. expecting your friends to be mind readers. And now you've built a wall between you and the people that care about you because you've, you've created this, well, they don't care about me wall. Yeah. So now I'm going to keep them at an arm's length. Especially if they come at you talking to you like normal, like you're acting normal. And all of a sudden you find out that they're not normal. Like they're putting on a facade. Yeah. Like, guess what? Um, yeah, I have, I have been feeling like crap and I, but I put, played it off and that's what happens. So like, if you're not telling the guys what's going on and they can't tell it out of your emotions and, and what's going on with you, then they can't, they're not mind readers. There's nothing they can do to help. Mm -hmm. You can't get pissed off at somebody no. for not helping you when they don't nope. even know you're hurting. You don't even know you need help. Exactly. You know I mean? You can't feed somebody if they don't, they don't tell you they're hungry. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. I find oftentimes too, with that particular scenario, that that individual's looking for a reason. Oh, to yeah. be unhappy. Absolutely. They're looking for yeah. a reason to justify. either justify it to, uh, I've seen people leave the church because of that. Do mm -hmm. they, but they wanted to leave the church. They just wanted a reason. Mm. Yeah, to just align themselves. Exactly. Yeah. It just makes them feel better about, well, I'm putting this wall up because you did this. Yeah. You didn't do this or you said this or you, you know, and it's, it's unfortunately, but that's what we do. We, yeah, we, as ridiculous we, as we it is, the struggle's real. Yeah, and then we don't know how to react to being alone. <laughs> yeah, we get to where we think we want to be, and then we go, 
What the hell are we doing? This sucks. I'm by myself. Nobody cares about me. Well, no, dude. You've pushed everybody away. Yep. And my son suffers with that. You know, he he gets, he's a type of dude. And we've had this conversation on more than one occasion that, you know, if you piss him off or do something he don't like, he's done with you. Yeah. And I've had to tell him, bro, you can't live life like that. You know, that's why God tells us to forgive. Because you become a prisoner under that to into yourself because, again, you're building up walls and division between these people because of something they said because they were joking or maybe they made you feel uncomfortable because they were busting your chops. Yeah, there's one constant in life, and that's people are going to disappoint you. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're all human. Yeah, I mean, I have, I, have, like, I have friends that would literally say, you're dead to me. I'm like, what? what? Why? Because like, it wouldn't say it to me, but they would say it to someone else in the background. I was like, yeah, no, they haven't been around in a month. They're, they're dead to me. I'm like, Really? Like, I've heard that before. And it's, it's, I mean, I didn't get it at first, but now it took me to see it. It's like, man, really? It's just one thing did enough just because you feel like you're hurt. No, like, it's, it's not worth it, in my opinion, but that's just me. Well, then the reality of it's not a real relationship. Exactly. I mean, if you're talking with somebody, you have a deep relationship with them, and then all of a sudden they do one thing that bothers you and you you can cut them out of your life, you got a real freaking problem. Yep. You got that right. There's something wrong with you. Forget Ooh. about them. There's something wrong with you yeah. because your heart's not right anyway. That's a counseling issue there. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just thinking, what does a wall look like? You know, how how does it manifest itself? And I was I was just putting it all together. When I was younger, for me, a wall was anger. Because I, I used to have some real anger issues. And as soon as somebody, I mean, as soon as somebody did something, you know, step on my ego or hurt my pride or whatever it was, I was ready to whoop ass and be, that's it. So basically, I'd get angry, whoop ass, and then be, okay, now that's why I don't talk to them. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You were justifying that wall, man. You were protecting it. That's it, exactly. Protecting yeah. that wall. That's it, exactly. If they would have whooped me, I might talk to them. But since I whooped <laughs> that ass, now we ain't friends no more. But, but even, in, <laughs> and then in some cases, a lot of times, we'd get in a fight. Me and, me and somebody else would get in a fight. And then, it'd be all right. You know, everything would be good. Because yeah, you rage out and then you're... Right. Well, Good. Well, all of a for sudden, men, unfortunately, sometimes physical altercation is a form of getting some respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or finding a mutual respect. Like, okay, well, uh, yeah, I may right. not like you, but I respect you because I know that you can hold your own. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I respect yeah. that. Yep. And it's about finding respect within ourselves yep. a right. lot of times. But yeah, I mean that 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 just kind of popped into. Well, my wall was humor. Yeah. 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 You know, I I, I felt that if I was just because I was felt inadequate or insecure about being poor and, you know, the life I was living that if I was just humorous, that would take the eye off the ball of what I was lacking as far as my clothing or the where I lived or the way that I lived. And so I built a wall of humor around. It was another form that you can call it is a mask. Yeah. We hide behind walls, we hide behind masks. Right. So a mask of humor. Is to prevent anybody from seeing the real you to see what you're actually going through. Right. So it's just, it, it comes in different forms, you know, and, and you know, um, Mike made a good point. We, we can hide behind our work, mm-hmm. you know, we can hide behind hobbies. We can, unfortunately, we've got guys hiding oh, yeah. behind building walls of alcohol and building walls of drugs and sex addiction and, and, and you know, porn and all these different things or, you know, staying busy, yeah, too staying busy. busy. I mean, I, I hid behind walls when, before I moved here, I didn't want to move here. I didn't want to move to Florida. I've had these discussions with many people. I didn't want to do it. 
Like I missed my family. Uh, you miss did my it family. and you did it because you were Shut told up. to do it. Shut up. <laughs> uh, no, it was, I missed my family, missed my friends, uh, miss all the stuff I've built over the years. And it was just, it took a leap of faith. And I like, it took literally a, a sign from God to say, yep, this is what you're doing. You're taking this leap of faith and it's the best thing I ever did. Yeah. So it's like, I put up walls whenever, like we had a chance to fix up the house and I was like, nope. I'm going to go work at the baseball field today because yeah. I'm, or I'm going to go work at the uh, little league. So they, they want me to volunteer. So I go and I find something to walk away from because that was my wall. Yeah, that was, that was, it was, it was my way to say, you I'm not hiding behind this, those other exactly, things. Exactly. I'm not letting this happen. I'm yeah. not like if the house can't get done, if I'm not there. Right. And if you think about it, I mean, it's to be honest, I mean, and I'm just, I'm just using your example. Go ahead. It's a very childish way to. to I was very childish, absolutely. Because, I knew that. I told. I told like, Marnie that absolutely. You know, and, and so you know, and men, that's what we do sometimes. Like there are times I go hide in my man cave because I'm, I'm pissed off or I'm aggravated yeah. or, or, I, or something didn't go my way, and I want to go up there and I'm by golly, I'm gonna sit in that recliner and I'm a pout and you, I'm gonna give you the silent. I've been out here a time or two. <laughs> Same thing, bro. Yeah, yep. Doing that checkup from the neck up. Yep. Sometimes, you actually do have walls in here. And it is, it is, it is, it is childish it's because childishness is rooted in selfishness. Right. Mm. And we've already established on this podcast, we talk about it, the first sign of being a man. And when we're being an actual man is when we're selfless, when it's not about just us. Yeah. And we understand that we have a greater purpose, like the last episode we talked about and the vision in our lives. And, we, you know, unfortunately, you keep building too many walls in front of you. You're never going to see anything other than the wall in front of you. Yeah. The obstacle that's going to prevent you from accomplishing those vision of those goals in your life because you're never going to do it because you're never, never going to have any healthy relationships. The thing I like what, I don't know if it was Fritz or Maynard, they said doing the checkup from the neck up. And that was Fritzy. Fritz. Don't give, don't give me any. Well, I was, don't I was, give me credit. I, I, get, was, <laughs> I don't want it. I wasn't sure who you it was. Work on them stats. You get work credit. On them stats. But, but that right there, guys, is that is huge. Is that if you do pout, if you do, do throw a little temper tantrum, if, if you are being selfish, to be a man, you have to do that checkup from the neck up. Mm -hmm. You've got to do it. Got to be able to admit it. Yeah, you got to be able to admit it, or you're, or you're apologize. But you got to retreat to that spot, man. You do. Yeah, you everybody's gotta, got their spot. You mm -hmm. got to find that quiet spot. Yeah, you do. To where you can reflect on all the stupid crap you just said. Yep. Sports was my wall. Yeah. <laughs> that was my yeah. wall. I could go to the baseball field and have great time with with people that weren't my family. And as much as I, it sucked to, you know, at thinking about it, going back to it, they, you know, they may felt, felt like family and they were like, Oh, Mike, Hey, Mike's here. And, but it wasn't my family. So right. it was like, I was using, using sports as a wall to get away from the family. And I, I kind of catch myself and we talked about in men's group last night with father wounds and um, you know, never, I never thought I ever had a father wound, but I guess that would be like, I've learned from my, from my dad. That's what. Learn how to hide. Learn how to hide. Yeah. That's what he would tell me that he's like, we had so many kids at the house. He would be honest with me. And, and I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever, I mean, I might, might have that talk with him now that we've gotten to know, get it in person. But, um, I don't think we've ever really, I don't think he's ever really said, you know, I, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. I've, I've always want, I don't, I can't think of the time of, he actually said I, that was a big, I mean, cause money, money was great, helped out the family and he was working all those hours, but 
That's how you just hiding. He was hiding, and and exactly, and and he knows it. And 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 I'd be interested to get his thoughts on it. now that we're further away from it, but isn't it strange how that whether you realize it or not, is it's it's a taught behavior. Yeah, yeah. Because you were taught at a at a young age. He learned it from his dad. Realize. Yeah, he learned it from his father, mm-hmm. and you were learning it from your father. Yeah. And and he's a man. And you step back and you look at it now. Yeah. You have like an epiphany. You go, mm-hmm. wait, wait a second. Whoa, that's I'm doing exactly what I was modeled for me in my life. I have my, my grandmother before she passed away. After my grandfather passed away, I heard stories of my grandfather that I didn't want to hear, like him leaving poker, like going to poker games when she was pregnant and going, you know, all these different things. And I was like, man. Then and it all it all comes back. It's it, it literally is. It's all feed off from each other. So it's you know. Well, the reality of it, man, is is this. Okay, what are we doing right now? We're picking up a hammer and we're tearing down walls. We're smashing this sucker to the ground. Because that's what we need to do. You know, the reality of it is that when we start looking at it and start analyzing it, we start recognizing it. We've got a choice to make. Yeah, we have these places that we retreat to. We go to our man cave or we go to the ballpark or we go to the studio or we go out on the property or whatever it may be, our safe place to regroup, to get re-energized and get refocused. But you got to pick up that damn sledgehammer and start, start whacking at that wall. Because before you know it, if you don't, you're not going to be able to see over to the other side. And there are so many of you right now listening to this podcast and you're staring at stones. You're staring at stones that you placed in front of you. You look to your left, you look to your right, you look behind you and you're surrounded by a prison that you built with your own two hands. Man, we got to tear down the walls. We got to pick up the hammer and we got to start taking wax at that sucker till it falls to the ground. It always reminds me when Ronald Reagan said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. I'll say to you tonight, men, tear down that wall. There are people on the other side that you're missing out on. And when you wake up to that reality, hell. That's what it probably needs to us.